Hey, how are you? Welcome to Barely About Music. I'm back after my radical sabbatical. I've been in LA a lot lately. Um, I went there recently. I got another tattoo of the great Dave Chappelle from Kat Von D. And a lot of the comments online are, why would you do that? Why would you get that? Fuck you. That's why. I love Dave Chappelle. He's a legend. He's a major influence on me. Why am I even sticking up for myself right now? I love it. I'm glad I got it. I've wanted it for years. Here's what. Here's a crazy thing. Is I was going to get this tattoo years ago. And uh, and Kat, Kat Von D, my, my good friend, my my tattoo artist. I'm lucky she does all my tattoos. She actually drew up the tattoo. And then last second, I changed my mind to get Erica Badu, which I love also. I love my tattoos, by the way. I have I have nightmares. I don't have them. Like once I had a dream that um, I went to look at my Audrey Hepburn tattoo and there was just a big hole in her face that went right through my arm. It's very disappointed. Very crushing. Um, but anyway, so Kat drew up the tattoo years ago, like four years ago. And then she puts all her drawings in a safe. And that safe was in... Um, she used to have an art gallery called Wonderland and it, it was connected to high voltage, her tattoo shop and, uh, and Wonderland burned down. I'm not sure what happened, but the place burned down. It's very sad. I loved Wonderland. Um, when I was living with her, I helped do inventory there for a week once. Um, it was cool. They'd have, she'd have, um, guest artists just have exhibitions up there and, They'd sell their art and she wouldn't take a commission or anything. And she handmade uh, bracelets and stuff and, and and would sell them out of there. And it was a really cool place. So it was sad it burned down. But the weird thing is, is that the drawing of my tattoo survived the fire. So um, I used to be very much uh, a, a disbeliever of things being meant to be or whatever. But I I really have wanted this tattoo for a long time. So I got it. It survived the fire. I got it, uh, and I love it, and it's healing. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of portraits from her now. I'm very lucky. While I was out there too, uh, we went to this place called Hollywood Cemetery Forever, and it's so cool. What it is, it's an actual cemetery, and in the summertime, every weekend, they have movies on uh, on a big screen there. And you and your other goth friends sit in the grass and you watch the movie and then there will be like a guest after who was in the movie. So like, for instance, next week they're showing Big, the move, the Tom Hanks movie where he's a child who becomes an adult and then has sexual intercourse with a 30-year-old woman, pedophile. And uh, Quest loves DJing it, which means a lot to me because I'm reading his book right now and it's so good. His book is so good, dude. I read I read his last one, Mo Meta Blues, which was basically just him talking about his music career and like um, is kind of a biography. But he started each chapter with what records he was listening to at that time, which is so nerdy. But I totally identify with it because I think in terms of that too, like oh yeah, that year that was the year you know I got really into Purple Rain by Prince. By the way, I'm going through a huge Prince phase right now it's all i can think about if you have crave watch the sign of the times live concert it's incredible it's the best live show i've ever seen in my life 
I'm, I love I love when Prince was like super sexual, because what happened was he was very sexual, um, and then when he was making the Batman soundtrack in '89. 8889 he became a jehovah's witness and he shelved this awesome song called dance with the devil because it's too evil sounding i suppose but it sounded like teardrop by massive attack or something i'm gonna put it on, i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play it going into my interview with my friend devon devon alexander he's one of my best friends he does stand up but mostly he's an actor uh he's been in x files he's in a, a new ibm commercial you've seen if you watch television if you have cable, quit bragging. Um, and he's one of my funniest friends. And it's funny because um, he d- I didn't think he knew any white people shit. Just based on our conversations and his interests and stuff. But then I took him as my date to the Junos and he knew every fucking song. He, was, he knew songs I should know. Like he was singing along to Sean Hook. Sean Hook is my friend, and I didn't even know the lyrics, and Devon knew all the words. And then he was singing along to the Arkells. <laughs> like, I don't even know why he'd know that. I was like, why do you know this? He's like, hey, man, they always, they always play the radio at the gym. I'm like, are you the one person at the gym not with headphones, you fucking freak? So anyway, um, Devon is on this episode. Um, excited to have him over. Uh, he's probably my friend I hang out with the most. And uh, we got a lot of history. So, um, and also, the the reason I wanted to have him on is speaking of sabbaticals, he's taking one from social media, and I think he's just gotten back on it, and he's way happier. And so I want to talk to him about that. But I also, because I was surprised that he knew all this white people shit, I pulled up some YouTube uh, music videos from my youth, and I want to show him uh, to see if he knows it i bet he doesn't and also what he thinks of it so without further ado devon alexander Back on social media. <laughs> I, I officially got back on social media probably three days ago. I was so disappointed to see you back on there. I know you. Uh, you know what's crazy? I was just thinking about that last night when you told me that that yeah. you're disappointed, and yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was a little bit disappointed in myself when I started going back. It's like seeing someone fall off the wagon. Yeah, yeah. I I, I but, literally felt that way. But when you, how long were you off it? Five weeks and a couple of days. And what, why did you originally go off? Go off? I originally went off because I was chilling with uh, some friends and mm-hmm. we just had a conversation about social media and how it's kind of like there's so much going on and there's a lot of content. And I was telling them that sometimes when I go on Instagram, just because there's so much things going on, like you have the stories, yeah. you have uh, people, the explore page, you have people that you follow and just so much content coming at you at one time, my head was starting to hurt. So I would get off. So then we had that conversation, and the next morning I went on Instagram yeah. for like five minutes, and then I got the, the headache feeling, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm off. And this was like a Thursday, so it was like, like caffeine just, or something. Yeah, it was just like a like a, it was a weird. I don't know. I've never really felt that way. So I just got off. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, I'll go for the weekend." Yeah. 
then I went for the weekend. It was pretty easy. Like at first, mm-hmm. you know, you probably get those little itchy feelings, like a separation anxiety. <laughs> like literally, like I'm I'm fiending, like a fix. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I got scratching that. scratching your neck. Yeah, you notice yourself picking up your phone randomly and just yeah. opening the app without even getting yeah. like a notification. Dude. When you went off, I noticed I was doing that. See what I'm saying? It's pathetic. And it's like, what am I doing? And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Especially if it's like, I checked it. Two minutes later, you pick it up and check. There's Why? No, it's, like, it's like when you're hungry and you uh-huh. open the fridge. Yeah. And there's nothing in the fridge, but then yeah. five minutes later, you open the fridge again. Yeah. You really just, there's nothing. Unless you went grocery, buddy, there's yeah. nothing in the fridge. Stop it, you fat fuck. Yeah. Do <laughs> 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 you consider them, should I eat the bacon soda? Mm, yeah. Um... So I did that for the weekend, and mm-hmm. then it went, the first couple of days obviously was bad, but then it went pretty easy. I just felt like I had more time, and da 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 mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, let me try it for a week. Yeah. I went for a week, and it was still easy, and good And good things was happening. Like, I yeah. just noticed, like, I was feeling better, no headaches, I was focusing on what I had to focus. I'm like, let me try two weeks. And then after two weeks, I was like, yo, let me go for the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Or not, like, at least that long. I was like, or whenever I feel like I want to come back. Don't yeah. force it. Yeah. And it ended up being five weeks and a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. Did you notice that you what did you notice that was different what did i know like were you was your mood better my mood yeah way better were you because i feel like sometimes there's so much coming at you all the time i feel nothing about anything yeah you get numb yeah you know what it is i realized when i was off social media i was able to get information when i was supposed to get it okay i wasn't like i feel like when you're on social media like twitter Mm -hmm. facebook and instagram you're like force-fed information at a rate that like when that's what you get you get numb to it like you're yeah. dissecting like whoa, whoa 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 whereas when i was off of it mm-hmm. like let me put it in context i'm not off internet like i'm still on the internet when i tell yeah. people i was off social media like oh you're off. no i'm still on youtube <laughs> i'm still googling yeah so on Pornhub. like i'm still on the <laughs> oh, internet the top three the top three <laughs> so i'm still on it so it's not like i'm out of date or out of touch i'm just not on the chat rooms yeah facebook twitter instagram uh-huh. Even Snapchat, they're all chat rooms on the internet. So I was basically just going back to using the internet, what it was intentionally made for to get information and learn. Yeah. That's all I did. So yeah. I was getting information naturally. Like I would watch the news or mm-hmm. I would go on YouTube, whatever. So I remember around the time when I was off, Anthony Bourdain died. Mm-hmm. And usually when you're on social media, that's like, as soon as they die, literally they might die 5.30 in the morning by 5.31 a.m. <laughs> it's on Twitter. Everybody knows. Like, he probably tweeted as he died. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, this will be my last tweet. This will be my last tweet. LOL. Um, so it's like, you get that and you're like, oh, crap. But I didn't know until a couple of days later. And I learned, I got it naturally because my mom called mm-hmm. me and she's like, yo, you hear about Anthony Bourdain? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because my mom loves Anthony. She watches him. Mm-hmm. She's like, she, I was like, no, where did... Where do you go now? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. he's always trying dope food. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, she, he died. And I was like, oh. And then me being a comic, I was like, oh, shit, what are they, what are they serving in heaven? <laughs> like, this, you know, I was what like, was what is his last they, meal? Yeah, what is his last meal? <laughs> like, he's tried so much shit. But, um, yeah, so I just get information when you need to. And I think that's what we need to learn because our brains are just like, I feel like I was reading this book, Creative Quest. Oh, you read it Ooh. too. That's the is, best. That is the best book, man. Like, and how I got onto that book was mm-hmm. being on social media. So now I was a week into not in, in social media. Yeah. I'm leaving an audition. Yeah. And then when you're not on social media, your brain just kind of wanders because usually when you're bored or whatever, you just pick up your phone, look mm-hmm. at something. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing that. So mm-hmm. I was leaving the audition. It was like one o'clock in the day. I had nothing else to do. And then my brain was just wandering. And I was like, oh, 
there's a there's a, a indigo or chapters around the corner. Let me just go mm-hmm. see if there's a book. Like I got time now. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> so I just walk in and then there um I'm looking and I get to the self help section, which is like my favorite section, and mm-hmm. they had those featured books kind of like on the plaque, and that one was sticking out. I didn't it's, even know wow, the quest of books and the self help. It was in the self help, and wow. I didn't even know that's cool that he made like he got a new book out, mm-hmm. right? So I, I read media. it. That was off social media. <laughs> so I read I read the cover, I read the testimonies in the back, and there were a bunch from people that I look up to, like Donald Glover, mm-hmm. and Lena Waithe, and all those people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh damn, this is say no more. <laughs> Salt. <laughs> Salt. And I took and I started reading it. And I felt like when I was reading it, it was like guiding me as I was going through my journey off social media. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought about that book or went to that book if I wasn't on social media for my brain to wander. Yeah. To want, you know? I wouldn't yeah. even have thought. That would have been not even Man, that book's been so inspiring. Like that that part about letting your mind wander. Yeah. What a great lesson. Makes so much sense. And it's cool because, by the way, this is Questlove's new book. He's a Quest drummer Love. for The Roots, yeah. Jim, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, Afro dude with the Afro pick. Absolutely. Ooh. Chappelle show. Yeah. Um, but he, the way he talks about the way he takes think, music in or whatever, mm. with the way he takes food in, the way he takes music in, it's so inspiring because it's it's making me listen to things differently yeah. a little bit, and yeah. it, just reading it made me want to go do something. Do something, yeah. Because he even says in the book, like find other inspirations to get to see what their creative yeah. ways is. Like he just said with the chef, he didn't know, he didn't think cooking was a creative art until you went to that one chef. I guess yeah. I forgot where it was, but he had different mm-hmm. he had appetizers, he had main course, and he had dessert. And mm-hmm. he realized when you're tasting these things, he. The chef is taking you on a journey, his journey, yeah. like in taste and flavors and and look the how it looks on the plate and everything. So you're t- showing the creative side in, in cooking that a lot of people don't even think about. Mm-hmm. So once you think about that, and every time you go to, out to eat mm-hmm. and you're seeing these dishes and they're tasting, you're trying to figure, oh, where was the chef going with this? Yeah. Like you know what was? Like, it's just crazy to think, and then it gets you thinking more. I like yeah. I, well, I like the way he was saying um, when he's listening to music, he's thinking, what was the what was the first idea in the song that was the genesis for the rest of the song? Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because it's, I never really thought about it that way mm-hmm. because I don't know why I didn't think about it that way. Why wouldn't I? And another thing that's interesting is that he, he, he is a bigger output than like anybody yeah. and he doesn't think he's a creative person. No. Like, do you think that's like an, a lack of ego thing, a confidence thing, or I wonder why he, he's what? so creative, obviously. He's, he's, he's really creative, but I feel like he, just from reading the book, and I learned a lot from reading the book, because I knew of him from a long time. Like, I used to, I like the roots. Yeah, like, me too. The one with Erica Badu, You yeah. Got Me, like that. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the original songs that got me onto him. I was like, oh, crap, I like this guy. And then obviously he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he understands, because he's so in tuned in creativity itself, like yep. in all aspects, music, mm-hmm. and he knows a lot of, like a whole crap load about music. That's why I knew you would probably like the book yeah. way more than me, because <laughs> there's a lot of music stuff you learn. I was like, oh, I had to Google about the people and yeah. learn more, so I learned more mm-hmm. as I was reading, but I feel like he's just so in tune with creativity. He's he And he's a nice guy. He just wants people to know these things and, and share these ideas, so he doesn't... Yeah. Because don't, I don't think of myself as a creative person. Like, in time sense, because we do our things so it's natural to us, mm-hmm. so probably we don't want to feel like we're creative but we're actually being creative all the time mm-hmm. we're always thinking of new ways and but you are creative though like we every like you and i hang out a lot and we're always talking about ideas for projects a lot yeah we bffs we're bff <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bff i think i i think i hang out with you more than anybody I think I hang out with you more. It's like a bromance. <laughs> yeah, it really is. The joke is, I wanted the funny part is because you would like post stuff about me or whatever when I was off social yeah. media. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, I tagged you in it," and I was like, "I didn't." He's like, "Well, yeah, you wouldn't see it." I was like, "No." Yeah, 
unfortunately. I, I, you know, it's funny though. I was thinking about you being off social media, and it's like you're walking around in like a just a state of wonderment at all times. Yes, because <laughs> it's like I would learn new things, or not learn new things. I'm just like yeah. you. You notice, like I was start watching the news, mm-hmm. and they back in the day when you watch the news, it was. It was it wasn't about social media. Like everything, oh, so and so tweeted this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like we're we're broadcasting the, the the chat room onto real news. Yeah, it's, it was it was. Hey, it, that's that's a good point. And you don't realize that until you're off of it because you because you're not yeah. in it. So you're like, imagine not being on social media, and then people are reporting the news on regular news yeah. about what's happening on it. So you feel left out. Man. So you're like, well, I have to be on there to see what this is. Dude, how crazy is that? You used to have to call a press conference to make a statement. Yeah. Now with Twitter, you're making Twitter. statements all the time. You don't even have to what write a word. bad you idea. Send, you could just put an emoji and, you would, and you're not even saying what, exactly what you think, but you're making people think of what you think you're saying because you just put an emoji. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, For example, yeah, yeah. DeMar DeRozan, he got traded mm-hmm. and he loves Toronto. He's a, he's a basketball player for yep. the Toronto Raptors. He loves basketball. Mm-hmm. So And he's been with the Toronto for like nine years. Mm-hmm. Basically, best Raptor ever. Mm-hmm. Couple weeks ago, sorry Vince. Yeah, right, Vince, you got pushed down. Vince is <laughs> Vince is the OG OG. I know. So a couple weeks ago at, at the summer league, mm-hmm. he was with the GM. Apparently, he said to the G, the GM, "Told him that you're not going to be traded. You're yep. good." Yep. Fast forward a couple weeks later, he ends up getting traded. Yeah. So he feels salty over. It. He feels pissed yeah. off. Yeah. So I guess the 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 GM did a press conference of when. When they're bringing in a new player, and first thing he says was apologize to tomorrow, maybe mis- miscommunication, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I guess maybe two minutes after that press conference, Demar Derozan goes on Instagram Uh-oh. and sends a, 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 a Instagram story of the facepalm emoji. That's it. Yeah. So right away, he's not. Say- it's like a statement. He's not yeah. saying, <laughs> but he's obviously, and he does it right after the press conference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly, he's not happy with what he's and saying. People love that. People love that. That was on the yeah. news, bro. That was on. C- Could have been on CNN <laughs> with Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Breaking news: Demar Derozan from the Toronto Raptors is facepalmed <laughs> on IG. Like it's. Yeah. What is this? I know. And they're probably in their bedrooms, like on their phone, just one click. They don't even. It's like I know. it's impressive. They put the phone down. Don't know that they've ruined their whole life. Think about it. You know what's crazy? People that like say you follow someone that you really love and they have millions of followers, mm-hmm. and then they like one of your photos or they like a comment that you put on their page, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes the other person on the other end who left a comment like, <gasps> yeah, and to the point where yeah. they would screenshot it, repost it because mm-hmm. they mean so much. Yeah. But the person that the celebrity that you love who has the millions of followers, yeah. They, they have so much power in their fingertips. They're literally probably on the couch. They've seen it. Just one click of the button, you made someone's life. Yeah. That's how much power social media has that people don't understand. Yeah. It's 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 freaky, man. I Well, we were talking about um, how when you came back on, you were like, why am I following all these? Yo. Oh, when I went back on, I went on a on a, on a tear. Yeah. Like a spring cleaning <laughs> of people. I don't get... Because when you're on social media and you follow these people, mm-hmm. you, probably, you feel like you're emotionally attached. So you feel like you have to follow them mm-hmm. or you want to see what they're up to or their updates or whatever. But when you're off of it and the people that you do follow... First of all, put it like this. If you're... When you're on social media, when you're off social media, mm-hmm. you have... If they have, if I have your number, Kevin, you hit me up when I was off social media because mm-hmm. you have my number. So mm-hmm. when you hit me up and text me, yep. I generally know you. I crossed your mind at that point. Yeah, you didn't like see a post of mine or whatever. Yeah. and didn't hit me up. So it's a genuine. So I really felt yeah. good that you hit me up. Yeah, yeah. So there's only a handful of people that actually messaged me when I was off social media. So when I went back on it, I'm seeing all these other people who I thought were my friends. I'm like, I don't need to talk. Unfollow. Yeah. Yeah, unfollow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfollow. I even did. I remember I did it two in the morning. Went back on and followed a whole bunch of people. I go back on in the morning, probably like five, six hours later. 
I get a DM from somebody. Oh, so you're just going to unfollow me just like that? <laughs> oh. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, how did you, were you up just searching through your <laughs> followers list? Who, who was it? It was 789. Now it's 788. <laughs> and you're just like, like a demonic person searching through your followers? Like, yeah. who does that? Hey, can you talk about how petty you were on Instagram with that girl? I was so petty. <laughs> See, when I, listen, there's a reason why I had to go off Instagram because I was in deep. I was the king creeper on Instagram. Like, yeah. I'm the guy who read comments, go to the kitchen, grab some popcorn if it's juicy, and just sit there and read them, right? Yeah. And then, so I met a girl. We go to the club. I met a girl, and we're talking for like 45 minutes. It was a great conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, this is dope. Okay, cool. So at the end, when I'm leaving, I was like, hey, do you think I'd be able to get your phone number because I want to continue this conversation. And she's like, no, but you can have my Instagram. Ugh. What is that? Yeah. Like, what is, like, I mean, I want to call you. Just I don't so you know like it's not photo. serious. Yes, exactly. I'm like, you know what? We could play this game. No problem. You want to tango? Let's tango. So I, I follow her. I like a couple photos. And this is where, That's... This, is how, this is how deep I was in it because uh -huh. I know I'm not the only guy or only person that does this. Mm -hmm. So when I first initially follow a girl, if I like her and I'm interested, I would like three specific photos off the bat. So the first photo is like if they have a, a one where they're just smiling and looking cute and innocent, right, right. preferably with no makeup. Right. Hashtag no filter because if you like that. Good strategy. She's going to be like, oh, my God, he, he likes me at my worst. He deserves me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> kind of shit. So I'm like, you're right. Mm -hmm. So like that. Good person over I'm here. I'm a good person over here. I'm, I'm an angel. Um, I don't care about face makeup. Um, and then the second photo is a one where it's like an inspirational quote. Mm -hmm. So something like, uh, uh, your best friend will stab you in the back, but then ask you why you're bleeding. That mm -hmm. shit is deep as hell. Yeah. So you like something like that, and it's usually mm -hmm. under a photo of like titties, because she's <laughs> she's really trying to, she, she's, she's thirsty. She's mm -hmm. It's a thirst trap, is what it is. And you fall for it, just to let you know that, hey, I'm regular. <laughs> I'm not like, you know? Yeah. You like that. And the third photo is usually like uh, like four to six weeks back, so mm -hmm. you just make sure. Like, right. Let, let her know you've been cycling. And make sure the time frame from when you like the second photo and the third photo, make it like 20 minutes. So you're like, oh my God, he's been on my page for 20 yeah. minutes. He's looking he's, around. He's looking around. He Window really shopping. likes me. Yeah. <laughs> False information. Um, <laughs> and then obviously, so I sent, I did that, sent her uh, a message. Um, she read it because you can see on Instagram when people read your message. Mm -hmm. That's another topic for another day. Why would you add that option? Yeah. The fact that they're Awful. adding that option is just another level of mind manipulation that they're trying to do for you. Yeah. That doesn't, like back, this is like a side story. We'll get back to the regular, uh -huh. I just, I, I go off on tangents, uh -huh. but Back in the day when someone will call you and you didn't answer the phone, you just think, oh, he's out he's out of the home. Yeah. Leave a message, whatever. You're not thinking of, oh, well, he's home, but he ignored my call. or da -da. You're yeah. not in your brain. Now with your, seeing that I read your message, now you got me thinking, oh, she's ghosting me or yeah. she's, you know, or she's Really thinking me. of a reply. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Your brain's just wandering mm. in the wrong direction. But yeah. that's what happens. Back to the story. She reads it. I get pissed off. Because I'm like, yo, it's been like four or five days. You read it. You're posting. You're not responding back. Mm -hmm. This is one of the, actually this is one of the examples where I had to get off social media because it's gone too far. Uh, so I, I unfollowed her because I'm like, yo, I got to keep, keep her accountable for her actions, which mm -hmm. is what you should do. Mm -hmm. So I unfollowed her, which is what everyone would do. But not only did I unfollow her, I, <laughs> I, unfollow, I unliked every photo I've, I've ever liked <laughs> I love ever. It. So petty. That's petty as fuck. I was like, yeah, well, I only liked it because I want to get your attention. And now that you want to get me your attention, give me back my damn likes. Yeah. Take it back with mine. I invested in your page. <laughs> yeah. I went four to six weeks back. You better give me back my damn likes um and then, then the third thing i did because i'm so petty and i was like this is the last straw i need to get off instagram my favorite i i reported one of her photos so 
she doesn't have Instagram no more. And I'm like, you know what? Have fun on Facebook because it's boring over there. And yeah, I was so a couple of days after that, I was like, you know what? Let me get off Instagram. This yeah. is taking this to the heart. Yeah. It's, it's just there bad. to hurt your feelings because nothing really makes you feel that good. No, that didn't. It didn't. It didn't make me feel good. And this is the, that's the that's the, that's what I'm saying. Instagram is another game, or the social media is another game in a in a game of relationship. Like dating is a game itself, mm-hmm. and then when you add social media on it, it's another level. For example, I meet a girl, or I talk to a girl. You meet a girl, you talk to a girl, and you're talking for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Some people are like, well, the girls or the guy will come to you. Hey, how come, how come you haven't posted me on your Instagram yet? Mm. Because that's the thing. They want to validate mm-hmm. that, hey, we're together. That wasn't a thing before. Yeah. If you're together with someone, it's just you and, yeah, your family might know, your friends, close friends might know, but yeah. why does John from Michigan, yeah. who you just fo- uh, followed <laughs> two days ago because he's a cute picture or whatever, why yeah. should he know? Like, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It's, man. Yeah. The power of social media. It's You know what's so weird to me is when, People have the red receipts on their texts. What kind of psycho are oh, you, Gavin? Oh my god, <laughs> Gavin! Gavin's the only person I know that has that. He has red receipts. Yeah, what's he doing? That's that's what deep creep. That's man. Then, so you so you know when he's curving you. <laughs> you curved me at three sixteen on July fourteenth. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What were you doing? And you're yeah. trying to remember? I don't know. Taking a shit? Like I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I was doing. Yeah. But like this, I remember I went back on Instagram after the five weeks and mm-hmm. then going back in my DMs. I got like 17 DMs, man. Wow. And out of the 17, 16 of them were just memes that people were sending me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm like, man, I thought I was going to get, you know, I thought some girls probably slid in the DMs or something. <laughs> I probably missed. Because, you know, that's probably one of the, another reason why I would go back on Instagram. See, I run into a cute girl that maybe mm-hmm. was following me. He's like, yeah, hey, I've been messaging you. Yeah, yeah. On, How come you haven't been responding? Okay, responding back. Are you ghosting me? And then I'm like, no, I was off Instagram. She's like, I don't believe you. I'm like, no, I was. Yeah, like, but then you'd have to be like, you should have given me your phone number, not your Instagram. She should give me your phone number. Mm-hmm. See? We tangled, we danced, and I won. <laughs> Voila. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. Remember when I remember when I took you to the Junos as my date? That was fun. And you somehow knew all the words to every song of music you do not listen to? Because I, I know the song. I just don't know <laughs> Why? who sings them. How do you hear it? I, I'm passing. Like Why do you know all the or... words to the Arkells? That's a good song. <laughs> That was such a good, and I was like, and I looked at you, I was like, this is them? I was the only black guy standing up and doing the, yeah! The stomp clap. Doing the stomp clap, and everyone's looking at me like, oh, he knows the song. I'm like, damn, Skippy. It was fun, man. The Junos was really fun. And who was that, Arcade Fire? Was that the Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Sean Hook. Him, Sean Hook. My friend and I knew did not know the lyrics, and you did know yeah, the lyrics. because I'm like, that's Sean Hook? This song is Dope. <laughs> it's on low key on repeat on my Spotify. Really? Low key. Oh, that's awesome. Low key, man. Listen, my Spotify is so diverse. Diverse is and because I obviously growing up in Calgary, I was like I listened to the radio a lot. So I know mm-hmm. like growing up, Sun Forty One was in my head, Lincoln yeah. Park and yeah. I was telling you Creed, all these people like you know, I'm like, I listen to all this well, shit. Well this is perfect transition for me to show you some things Ooh. that I'm curious if you know. Ooh. Like, do you do you know the Deftones? Uh, I, I don't know. Let me <laughs> so funny because it's such a staple for my friends. Yeah, I think you might like it. It's it's a heavy band, but they cover Sade and stuff. Okay. So like that's like an inspiration. Sade. I like Sade. I love Sade. They tour Cypress Hill and stuff. You don't know this song? I, I don't know this song. Huge. 
I watched you change. Yeah. Oh, I like, it's very okay. sexual. No, I like this track. I like the beat. Yeah. Right. Already off the bat. Yeah. This came out in '09. No, this came out in like 2002. Oh, two. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wasn't listening to this in O2. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, okay, but, okay, that, I'm not surprised, but. My, my mom would have been scared about me. Was really? Like, does, that, does that occur to you that way? That, well, just, well, my mom, because my mom, because I'm Caribbean, so my mom like, we used to listen to, like, soaking music and Caribbean music yeah. and Happy. maybe low top 40, half 40. So my mom walked in my room and I was blasting there. She'd be like, <laughs> Devon, is something you want to tell me? Should I take you to, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, mom. Just with black lipstick and shit. Um, <laughs> That's so funny that it occurs to you that way because, like, do you know that band name? Have you heard the Deftones? Like, do you know that name? It sounds, sounds familiar. It's funny because, like, you like Linkin Park. Yeah. Like Lincoln Park is in, influenced by them, big time, oh. big time. Like Lincoln Park was like the boy band version because they're put together by a record label mm-hmm. of this stuff: Deftones, Corn, Limp Biscuit. They were like the the grandfathers of bands like Lincoln Park and Papa Roach. Yeah, yeah, like those those kind of bands like were like record labels being like, oh, this is working. Let's put together like a handsome band of dudes. Yeah, that's what Lincoln Park was. Oh, yeah. So, so like Lincoln Park's like second big tour was opening for Deftones in Europe. That is. How did I know that? You know, that's crazy because they have a lot of that in hip hop world too. Yeah, and like they were just if you're marketable, they'll switch it up. It's kind of like. uh, factory like the built in a factory kind of yeah in a way yeah totally mm-hmm. but like the deftones um are half inspired by heavy music and half inspired by hip-hop so like they would often tour with hip-hop people and mm-hmm. like they have a they have another band that's like them and cypress hill together as one band oh that's dope and so but but because bands like limp biscuit and stuff were, were big at the time they didn't want to go too far into rap rock mm-hmm. so they didn't really emphasize the sort of hip-hop side of their nature like they actually took it away like that this is from their third album oh, wow. their first one's actually like kind of rappy yeah so yeah it's interesting i was just wondering because like <laughs> that <laughs> they're such a staple of my childhood and you don't even know about yeah, it if i show you a song a staple of my childhood you'd be like what the fuck i might know this? it though you i might, might know, know it, it. Listen, okay, hold on. We're doing this right now. Yeah, do it. Let me try where I can find a staple of Here, you got a double. Up. I don't know how to use a, a Mac, man. I'm a, I'm, a, all good. I'm a PC. That's all good. There you go. Android for life. Hashtag Android peoples. <laughs> Are you back on social media? Well, they're going to take it, but I don't know. I'm not going to see it. But I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. it's going viral right okay, now. Okay, okay. Song staple of me growing up that huh. you might not know. Okay. Um, this is going to be... Do you know who Corn is? I know corn. Okay, because corn was a contemporary of Deftones. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a a, a nice reggae song because I grew up on like reggae and stuff. Okay. Oh, this song. Okay, I know who Sizzla is. You know who Sizzla is? Mm-hmm. He's Sizzling, huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, he's going to be ads, bro. That's okay. We'll you, got that, you got that I don't YouTube have, premium? I don't have that. See, that's how they're smart to get you to yeah. pay money because you don't see no ads. Can't wait two seconds to skip. <laughs> Dry cry, even tears, even my heart cries, but who cares? 
<laughs> if you smoke weed, this is you are damned. Dude, this is so good. You like Bob Marley, you like Damian Marley. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other reggae conscious artists out there that probably a lot of people are not not mainstream like them, but mm-hmm. they're just as I grew up with these guys. So. Yeah, I, that's that's annoying to me. Is people who are like I love reggae and it's just Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I so- love reggae. One love, <laughs> one heart. Let's stay. I'm like, bro. There's more than just Bob. It's like, oh, where are you from? You're from Caribbean? Are you from Jamaica? Like, no. There's more islands than Jamaica. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a once you get into it, right? Like, I guess it's like it's crazy how you said. It's yeah. How, when you were raised, what you grew up on. Mm-hmm. So I grew up on that. Like, think about. I grew up on that, and then a song like this, people will be like, what? You listen to all types of crap. Okay. I don't even know like see that's the thing I know the song like I know the station is playing yeah yeah but you that's interesting like um like when I was like 13 I was I was like I was like well okay who was Nirvana inspired by I gotta mm. find that and then oh they were inspired by this Sonic Youth okay well Sonic Youth my new favorite band oh these guys did like I was like mm. so into it it's, it's interesting considering how creative you are that music was like but you dj it also yeah, as a dj yeah yeah so like i know bpms and yeah shit yeah and yeah so the music's important to you too yeah and I, even crazy when i used to dj i used to be like all types i could do like top 40 i could do like music like this the sizzler i could do soca music hey i could do hip-hop music and blend them not just yeah. what people dj now just iTunes. cut it and just no i used to blend the songs mm. together like it was sounding dope and transitions and stuff like that it was didn't didn't a party or dj get shot up yeah this is calgary? calgary yeah people think calgary is soft and all about <laughs> no. cowboys and horses no. listen we used to do because i used to throw like little um reggae parties soca parties and hip-hop parties in these halls so mm-hmm. me and my friend we're like in high school grade 11 grade 12 we used to rent these halls because we couldn't play hip-hop or that type of music really? in the clubs they won't it was only top 40 Ugh. save a horse ride a cowboy shit Ugh. in in calgary at the time in the clubs mm-hmm. i mean that wasn't my steez but mm-hmm. We'll play that. So we used to rent halls. So one night we rented a hall. We we're DJing, and then uh, where it's kind of the house position, it was like a like a like a balcony, and that's where the DJ was and looking over the dance floor. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm DJing and I hear a pop. So I'm thinking it's like a, a speaker backfire. So I'm like, okay, I need nothing of it because we're jamming. It's like probably two in the morning. People are sweaty. Girls everywhere. Drinks are flowing. Then I heard again, mm-hmm. and then I heard like a scream. <laughs> and I was like, that ain't no speaker back. That shouldn't be like first thing, yeah, that should be. So the first thing I did was grab my laptop because that's the most expensive shit. And then mm-hmm. I ran into uh like a store like a, a furnace area. So it was like a big furnace, like a mm-hmm. little a little room with a big furnace in the middle and like mm-hmm. maybe a little space on each side where someone could fit. So I go fit in one side and then my other friend gets on the other side and then like we just closed the door because like it was scary and all that yeah. shit happened. It ended up being in a a holding cell because we had to do write a report. In a holding cell for like nine hours. What? And I didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be honest. You were black. I were black. <laughs> like, they tricked us. Like, oh, come downtown for a writing report. A uh, detective wants to ask you some questions. Cool. We go there. Each put us in a separate holding cell. Take all our phones and everything. And then it felt like first 48. First 48. Like, mm-hmm. I was sitting in a cold ass room with a camera just pointing at me. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because my friend had his phone and he's in a separate one. You can hear all each other. You can hear everybody in each cell. Mm-hmm. This phone was ringing off the hook, and it was in a locker. And then it was that. That's when that Swiss Beat song came out. She ain't got no money in the bank. She be walking around mm-hmm. acting all stank. Yeah. 
It has songs. So that was popping. So he had that as his ringtone. So it would go off every two seconds. And then my friend was like, sir, it's my mom. Can you please answer the phone? <laughs> oh, my God. Officer was like, shut up in there. And I was like, damn. Whoa. Two minutes later. She ain't got no money in the bank. <laughs> she be walking. Sir, please shut up in there. I'm like, damn. Two minutes later. She ain't got no money. I was like, bro, at least put it on mute. I don't yeah, yeah. do that. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. I'm yeah. not enjoying my prison experience at all. No, that was a worse. That's like that Chappelle joke about how even if his house got broke into, he wouldn't call the police. Because <laughs> he'd be like, he'd go to the police station. They'd be like, while you're here, you do fit a description. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are, you, are you good, buddy? <laughs> yeah. No, those, yeah, it was, that was a wild night, man. And that happened a lot in Calgary. It happened a lot back yeah. then. I don't know if it still does now, but it's rough there, man. I remember the this band called the Cancer Bats came to one of our shows once, and they all got into a fight with someone in the crowd. Mm. And it, yeah, it's it's like pretty homophobic. Calgary? No, Cancer Bats are from Toronto. From Toronto, but they were like wearing tight jeans, so some dude called them a faggot, and then they got into a fight. Yeah, well, I'll fight a motherfucker too. I wear <laughs> tight jeans too. Fuck yeah, me guys. too. I love tight jeans, man. I was thinking maybe that's why Homegirl said you're a hipster. Because I wear tight jeans? I guess so. I don't understand That's that not really that true, though. No, everyone wears tight jeans now. Yeah. I remember when tight jeans was like, people would look at me and laugh. I'm like, well, you weren't, well, now we'll look at it. It's a trend. It's a yeah. thing. Yeah. You're just ahead of the, we're just ahead of the curve. We're just ahead of the curve. That's it. Just don't wear it too tight where it's like skin tight mm -hmm. and like I can see all your butt cheeks. <laughs> like, all, all two of them. Have a little, have a little, have a little give. Yeah, please, yeah. Please. For, for my eyes. Okay, so. So Deftones, what did you think of that? I liked it. Yeah, it's nice, right? Very chill. I, I could see myself listening to that. Like, yeah. I could put down my Spotify uh, playlist. Have you heard of the band Guar? Guar. This song is called Fuck This Place. <laughs> I like the title. Yeah. Ooh, the video is dope too. <laughs> yeah. Are those Ninja Turtles? No, oh, that's yeah. what, that's the band. What's the, that's what they, they look like. They wear that all the time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're ridiculous. They became famous from being on Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I like Beavis and Butthead. Me too. <laughs> What's his name? Otis Arungus. He passed away last year. Rest in peace. Yeah. So now they have a female singer, and she dresses like a dominatrix. Ooh. Yeah. We played with them in Toronto at uh, Riot Fest once. How's their crowds? Their crowds are probably wild. Oh, their, their crowd's there for just to have fun. But you know what's funny is, like, they played the Commodore, mm -hmm. and they do this at every show. They'll put plastic bags all over everything because they shoot like blood and cum and stuff off the stage. What? Like real cum? No. I was like, whoa. No. whoa. These guys are wild. <laughs> they just save up all their cum for like weeks and they're like, ah, you on guys are all my sons. You can only do like, one show a week. You can only do one show. Holy <laughs> shit. That's millions and millions and millions of sperm. Yeah. But they'll, they'll, they'll do a thing where like, They'll like, like pretend to like sacrifice someone on stage. They're just like really ridiculous. So it's a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, once again, staple of my teenage years, listening to punk rock and stuff. So that's hilarious that you don't know. It's funny though, because I had a phase where all I liked was hip hop, and then I didn't know, I didn't like anything that wasn't. I like Onyx and Wu Tang, and that's it. Wow. So yeah. Those, so those are like your introduction to hip hop. I got Onyx. into. Yeah. So the first. The first hip-hop I got into is Method Man, because mm. of Takao. Which really, if you look at it, that's all my interest, because he was kind of gothic, and yeah. he had fangs and shit, and yeah. his music videos looked like horror movies. All Wu-Tang was kind of mm. like that, and I was obsessed with it. And then and then I got, and then I realized that some of those guys were like collaborating with rock artists. Mm. So then I, that's how you I got into that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then I, but then I transitioned to only liking like punk rock and stuff. 
And then, so I was like really, in, I was really going through phases. I was like, nope, the thing I liked last week, not at all anymore. I like this now. This is my new identity. And I do that and like change my fashion and everything. And now, now you see me as like everything. That's wild because like for me, my first hip hop album, like I got into hip hop because mm-hmm. obviously growing in my household was like that reggae music and so because that's what my parents used to mm-hmm. play. But my introduction, like my first hip hop album I ever listened to and bought was Busta Rhymes. When Disaster, Disaster Strikes, Strikes, one of my all-time favorite albums. That, yo, when Put Your Hands one, in My Eyes Can See. Erica Badu, Ooh. one of my favorite songs ever. That that whole album was like, yeah. got me into hip-hop. And I like Wu-Tang too. I yeah. loved Method and Red mm-hmm. and uh, Man, what was Space. that? What was that Busta Rhymes song? Hit you with no delay, so what you saying, yo? Silly with the nine milli, what the deal, yo? Hot shit, hot shit. Nine six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. And you know the lanes of what you're saying, yo. Silly with the nine milli, what the deal, yo? Man, the video. See, yeah. The the Eddie Murphy video. Remember, it was supposed to look like coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. That and all those girls with the like, uh, with the rope, with the, uh, but they had that paint on that was glowing in the dark. Mm. That was a good video, was man. A good video. Dude, Busta Rhymes had the best videos. You remember, uh, give me some more. Niggas with the wild head, give me some more. It's flip with the weed, give, give me some more. I know niggas, you're not giving me some more. Doom, 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 Remember the video, though? It looked like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah. He's dressed like Yosemite Sam. The kid is in the beginning of that. He's like, Flip Mo, Flip Mo's the greatest. Yeah. If I want to be part of Grace, I'd be Grace myself. I had all of Buster's albums, yeah. man. Like he was He's a major influence on my live show. Major. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Like he's just so ridiculous on stage. There was this do you remember Yo MTV raps? Yeah. There was a clip of because he used to be in a, a group called Leaders of the New School, and Chuck D named everyone in the group. So Chuck D called him Busta Rhymes. That wasn't his name at the mm. time. And then there's a guy named Charlie Brown. He's like, you look like Charlie Brown. Your name's Charlie Brown now. And they were all like, okay, Chuck D, anything you say. But they Busta was like, they were performing live, and he kept jumping in front of everyone and delivering their lines before they could. And they had a fight and broke up on Yo! MTV Raps, and it's on YouTube. Oh, damn. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Yeah. That There's so dope. much good Yo MTV rap stuff on there. There's one where like ODB is like out of his mind on there. Just talking. And there's one where Tupac is crazy on there like, I'll fuck your girlfriend. I'll... It's crazy how Tupac was like really thoughtful and he'd but books of poetry and he'd be like, mm. I'll fuck your bitch. Like the next day. And then, yeah, he could yeah. switch out one more. Yeah. Like, oh, so thoughtful, poetry. Uh, dear mama. Jada Pinkett's my best friend. Dear the fuck you. I, I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I know. I like that. Have you seen, there's a clip online of uh, older senior hall clip. Oh, yeah. The, the, the freestyle with all of them in it. Yeah. That is so dope. I think Bustin's in that, Bustin's too. Bustin's in it. I yeah. think Wu-Tang's there. Wu-Tang. Man, Arsenio was the coolest. He was his dopest. I watched a lot of his interviews yeah. like back then, yeah. and they're just real and raw shit. There's a, do you know who Paul Shear is? He's a comedian. Paul Shear, Paul Shear, Have you seen The League? Yeah. He's the guy that's the plastic surgeon with the gap in his front teeth. The bald guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> he had a show called Paul, Paul Cineo, like, and he was just remaking famous Arsenio interviews word for word, but with someone weird, like Eric Andre played Flavor Flav in one. Seth Rogen played someone. Uh, it's really funny, man. You should watch it. Let me check that out. There's, yeah, there's, oh, the Vanilla Ice one. 
Because like, remember when he, like he roasted Vanilla Ice on there? Roasted him like a turkey. <laughs> Yo, he used to sit there and take it. Yeah. It was like an initiation type shit to yeah. see if you're really, yeah. are you really, you really about this life? <laughs> or are you just here for the money? Yeah. You a factory creation or you, 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 yeah. that's what he, basically what he, he did. He was hard on Vanilla Ice. Poor guy. Remember how he, Vanilla Ice had Flavor Flav come out with him as cred and then Arsene was like, why would you do that? You, <laughs> yeah, you so picked phony. the worst brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 Flavor Flav's the man, but he's the worst brother. If you want to get some cred for a white dude, don't pick Flavor Flav, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you two more quick. Show me two more. Okay. These things. This band's called The Perfect Circle. Do you know this band? I feel bad for saying no. And don't, I don't. No, I want you to be honest. <laughs> I'm I just curious know. about it. I think you might like this band too. Do you, have you heard of the band Tool? Tim the Tool Man, Home Improvement? Okay. It's the same singer as Tool. And he. So the same singer, and then he got another. He's in another yeah, band? Yeah, he started this, like, basically, Tool got into a problem with their record label where they weren't allowed to release an album. So mm-hmm. he's like, well, fine, fuck you. I'll just start my another band and just do that. Boss. Yeah. I like that already. He's, Boss. Yeah, he's cool, man. His name's Maynard James Keenan. He's, like, interesting guy. He does jujitsu and he owns a winery. And he's, like, wow. Just his interests are, are very. Like, if he has one, he'll go dive into it. Mm-hmm. You know 100%. what I mean? And then yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this band was like, I, th- I thought you might like it because it's kind of like how Deftones is kind of groovy. Mm-hmm. Guar, I just showed you because it's crazy. I oh, yeah. I was, that kind of scared me for a second. I was going to be like, yo, Kevy, I don't. I look at you differently, brother. Like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't like, we're coming in wearing the mask and shit. They look like um, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, those little um, oh, the gra- the gremlins. Like gremlins? Little, yeah, Man, that movie scared me for real when I was a little kid. No, that was the scariest movie out. <laughs> I was scared growing up watching that. Ernest Scared Stupid scared the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, and it was sad. Remember when he turned his dog into a piece yeah. of wood? And he put him Rimshot. in a tree. And it, man, I, I yeah. watch all Ernest and Pee Wee. P- oh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is my most watched movie. Ah, Pee Wee Herman! Yo, I was a Pee Wee Herman, man. I had that v- taped on VHS. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's still wearing that suit, you know. He still looks like that. And he's still, what the fuck? The guy doesn't age. You know what's weird? He auditioned for SNL and didn't get it. He probably went as Pee Wee Herman. Is that a problem? Have you seen him? Any- I've never seen Yeah, Paul him. Rubens. Have you seen Mystery Men? Oh, you'd like you'd like it. it's a Ben Stiller movie where it's like a superhero. Team. Oh, is that when he's wearing all the black? Yeah, and the, 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 the eye makeup. Paul Rubens is in it. Okay, and he's in Blow. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, he is in Blow. I saw yeah, Blow. Yeah, yeah. That's because every time I see him in the news or whatever, they just name Pee Wee Herman and he's doing a Pee Wee dance. And <laughs> didn't he get accused back in the day of yeah of jacking off th- in a movie theater? Yeah, but it was a porn theater. What are you supposed to do in there? Exactly. Why would they? Why would they ruin his career that way? That's dis- who the fuck? That's what people go in there for. You know, how are you gonna go to a porn theater and not want to touch your dick? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is it like they forever you're allowed to get hard and wet, but you can't touch it? It's like a ruin. <laughs> it's you're a sign. Like, <laughs> you're like holding the chair, just like. There's one guy it. in the back eating popcorn. He's yeah. like, "I'm here for the storylines." The popcorn trick. You ever done the popcorn trick? I've never done the pop. No one has actually ever. Done I don't the think popcorn. people talk like they do it, right? <laughs> I talk like I've never done it either. But you, ever, you, you know about the popcorn trick, right, yeah. bro? Yeah. You know when you go to the movies and with the girls and you ask yeah. for extra butter and you, I'm like, bro, you've never done. Yeah, because when you trick a girl you brought to a movie into touching your dick in a yep. popcorn box, she's gonna love it. That's gonna work out <laughs> great for you, bro. What do you? She's gonna quickly like gaze it and then. 
and that's good. Like, what do you love at first sight. Do you want no. you, Do you want your dick jerked off in popcorn? Also, <laughs> exactly. No one thought this plan through. I don't even like eating popcorn because some of it gets stuck on your teeth mm. and it's hard to get out. Imagine having your dick touched yeah. in popcorn. Yeah, all them edges and shit. Yeah, and the butter. And if you don't, and if you, and if you have the turtleneck, oh, I feel sorry. Oh, forget anyway, get in detail now. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we finally breached the subject of circumcision on my podcast. So. I'm going to show you one last video. Let me hear you. I'm excited, man. Nine I, inch I wanna nails. Know, I, I know who Nine Inch Nails is. Okay, we got somewhere. I bet you'll know this song. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes on this. Okay, this yeah. <clears throat> actually, don't watch the video. It's actually really offensive. Do you know it yet? I don't. I don't know it yet. <laughs> My eyes are still closed, though. Let me try it. Okay. We're going to wait for, like, the beat to drop. Oh, you know what? This does sound familiar. Yep. This is standard edition goth music. So I'm curious. I got to hear, like, the chorus. When you hear the chorus, I think, I swear to God, you'll know it. Mm-hmm. Has this song been used, like, on a soundtrack or something? Uh, I guarantee it's been in something. It was, like... It's arguably their biggest hit. He's a big Prince fan, this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get ready. You're gonna you're gonna know this. Game blouses. Right here. Do you know it? I don't I don't. Really? I don't know this song. I've heard. I think I've heard that say. I want to fuck you like an animal. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I thought I knew this one. Yeah. Um, the other thing you might know is he wrote a song called "Hurt" that Johnny Cash covered, and it was big for Johnny Cash. Oh man, this is great! You've never heard Nine Inch Nails before. <laughs> I've heard of the name. Remember, that's why I've heard of the name. Like I know one hundred thousand percent. I've heard of the name Nine Inch Nails. That's so funny. That's the funniest because I've heard. Do, do they have any other songs I might know? Uh, not I, we ha- have to have a song that I know. This is this is ridiculous. Play something that you think I might know. Okay, I, I got I got I can't end this podcast without even. No, I love this. Any. Is, this is going better than I even thought, bro. Because this is because you even <laughs> this is real shit. Okay, uh, <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. I've heard of Nine Inch Nails. What did I hear? Maybe I saw them like on like a. Okay, have Gee, you seen an old show one time back in the day? Have you have you seen Social Network? I've seen the movie. Of it. He did it. the music for it, and he did the music for Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I saw bits of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and, and Gone Girl. He did all the music for that. I didn't yeah. watch Gone Girl. Gone Girl's amazing. I love Gone Girl. Yeah. Okay, See, so we're getting somewhere. You know, I, I'm, I in the, love... I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the vicinity. Okay, but I'm not in the okay. house. This is Corn. The song is called Freak on a Leash. It's a huge hit. And they're really hip hop influenced. Like Ice Cube's on one of their songs. I I can't wait to see if you've heard this. This is so funny. Mm-hmm. The video is really dope. Though. Yeah, I Todd like McFarlane did it. The guy who did the created Spawn and was yeah. the X-Men uh, illustrator. That's the vibe I got from it. Like the X-Men in the 90s. X-Men, I love yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Todd McFarlane did the album artwork and this video. And then he did a, I think he did a video for Pearl Jam. Wait, do you know Pearl Jam? Know Pearl Dude, I just forgot I was explaining Nirvana to you the other day. Yeah. You didn't know, you know Smells Like Teen Spirit. 
You do. You were singing I, it. Okay, see, that's the thing. I don't know the name yeah, of the yeah. song, but if I listen to it, I know the song. Yeah, remember? Entertain us, here we are now. We are yeah, yeah. Entertain us, we're <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. <laughs> I like that song, man. See, I, I. You don't know it. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> this song, yeah, I've heard this. Okay. <laughs> I've heard this one. This is hilarious to I me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I probably chilled with one of my white friends back in the new glass in this, <laughs> and I low key was bopping my head. Yeah, but I wasn't thinking nothing of it. I was like, "This is dope." You know, but you know, Limp Biscuit. I know Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I know Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Like I used to watch, like like that. I used to listen to shit. Like if I heard it on the way with this and like uh-huh. Prozac and all that shit. <laughs> like okay. those people. Like I would. Maybe I was I was just really commercial back then. Right? Like so yeah, maybe that's the only inform- that's the only songs I would get is. Just, Commercialized radio play yeah. songs. Well, That's these guys were pretty big on the radio for this West record. Type of radio station it's true. It would have been an alternative in a rock. In Calgary station. was probably like CJ92. It would have been X or X. Back in the day, it was CJ92 or X. Um, I was just listening to like um, like the Virgin radios or like the okay. Kiss. So I wasn't really okay. So there's a part coming up. I'm curious if you'll recognize it. <laughs> this is what made Corn. This next part. Yeah. Yo, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yo, the video is dope as yeah. hell. Yeah. I think I remember the video because the, the bullet goes through all these places. Yeah. And stuff. I remember the video. Vaughn's giving it a, fa- a facial expression of approval. Definitely played on much music back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. So, baby, that's that's yeah. how I, I I've seen I know I've seen this video. <laughs> this is priceless. All right. I'm learning. I'm yeah, like, no, I like you, this. I'm learning. I like that you. We found one that you know, without going too obvious. Without going too obvious. Because if I showed you "Beautiful People" by Marilyn Manson, you'd know that. Oh yeah. If I showed you probably Limp Bizkit song, like Nookie, you probably know. Oh, yeah, I like Nookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that Limp Biscuit used to open for Corn. Like Corn mm. got them signed and would bring Limp Biscuit out to open for them. And then Limp Biscuit became like the biggest band in the world. Oh my god. Because of Nookie. Because of Nookie. Yeah. Are they, they're not under the same label or nothing, are they? No, they were because Limp Biscuit was on Interscope, uh, which is like the label that like Lady Gaga is on and stuff now. And Corn was on Epic, which is part of Universal. So. They were on different labels, but yeah, yeah, good, good video, right? That's a really good video. Yeah, hundred. Uh, well, I'm not the only one that thinks that. 121 million, <laughs> so. and that came out in like '98. So, yeah, that's it. All right, man. That's it. That's that's an hour. That's an oh, I was that was the quickest hour. Yeah, man. Let's that was go, dope, though. Let's go eat some food and talk about stuff we're not allowed to talk about on here. <laughs> <laughs> we going to gossip. Let's go gossip. <laughs> All right, man. You. Thanks for coming on. No, thanks for having me. I'm glad I had fun. Good. Me too. All right. Later. Bye. That's it, babe. Thanks to Devon Alexander for coming on the show finally. 
And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for the continued support on Wake Up. We're actually releasing a new single in uh, August called Feel Alive. So that's I'm talking about my band, Fake Shark, by the way. That's happening. So, uh, yeah. Keep listening. Um, doing. Sorry about the uh, the long wait between episodes. That's not going to continue to happen. I actually have another two scheduled this week. So should be more consistent. In the meantime, hope you're enjoying your summer. How about that... Uh, how about that heat wave in Vancouver? How about that heat wave in Los Angeles? My two haunts. Too hot for too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Bobby Brown. Okay, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye.